0: Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Off day for the Cubs. All quiet now as the trade deadline approaches. Luke Stuckmeyer, Cody Del Mendo, Ryan Herrera getting you ready for what is the biggest week of the Cubs season. Off the field, of course, but it is still the biggest week of the Cubs season. Uh, Follow Cody on Twitter, Cody underscore CHGO, Ryan underscore A underscore Herrera. That's H E R R E R A. And I am at Luke Stuckmeyer. Um, Or Steve. Or Steve, depending on who you ask. (laughs) Cubs have won six in a row. Doesn't matter. Out in San Francisco. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Let's just be miserable. David Ross uh, took his coaches golfing today out at one of the TPC courses. Doesn't matter. Jed Hoyer and Carter Hawkins, that's what matters right now. As much as a lot of people don't want to talk about it, this is it. We've built, it, built everything up since April to this point. So we'll talk about possible trade rumors we've heard, seen. We'll look at some prospect information, and then we'll all just vent. Ah, Sound good? Fair enough. You've Sound like a game plan? Let's do it. Uh, Cody, by the way, made it here on Barely. a scooter through the downpour, and Barely. somehow looks dry.
1: Yeah. Well, it helps I'm wearing black, but also my <laughs> my shorts were definitely. Uh, I think you can kind of see it, maybe like a little damp. Uh. Not trying to show off my entire body here. Jack said, "Hi, Steve.
2: Hi, Ryan. Hi, Cody. Hi, Joey. It's actually not Joey it's not today. Joey. No Joey today. We got today. Uh, Sarah producing the show today, so make sure you say hi to her. Everyone give her, asked Give her uh, a round of applause. Everyone should ask to see Sarah at some point in this in this yeah, show. Yeah, uh, uh, two dollars super chat at least. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> only two dollars. I'm definitely worth more than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's ten dollars super seems- chat. And Joey. Sarah Sarah Joey was. Herself. Joey only took one ninety nine to get on the show, so. Uh. Fuck ninety nine. I'll make it three ninety nine. There you go. There, there they are. Go. Hi Sarah. Hi go. Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I love. I love
1: the base that we have. We have grown here at CHGO Cubs. We are. We are blessed to, to be able to sit here, talk oh, yeah. about this shitty team, and, and <laughs> interact with everyone else. <laughs>
0: I mean, really. The, well, what What did we have yesterday? How many people did we have on here we had, on, on the hour-long one? We had a lot of people. At one point, triple digits. For the four-hour-long one, I should and,
1: say. And I mean, I'll just be real. Like, we don't get triple digits every show. Uh, we didn't, I don't even think we hit triple digits live on Sunday for the, when we were live for the entire game on Sunday. We had, that was the most we had in, live, at least, uh, yesterday in a while. Oh, yeah. Right. No,
0: that was... And, and it, we're building this. We're, we're, we're setting hmm. the bar low because this team is so horrible. Yeah. despite the fact that they've won six in a row, yeah. don't fool yourselves. It's a bad baseball team, and it's about to get much, much worse. Uh, Kevin Wells saying, yeah. I think that's the only shirt Ryan owns.
2: Uh, it appears that Kevin didn't watch our live stream on Sunday, or he would have known we that all we all, had all the wore the black, the black CHGO shirt. <laughs> we did. Yeah, we all did. Wear like the, the black OG CHGO black CHGO shirt that yeah. we all got. So Kevin clearly wasn't watching our Yesterday, live stream. But a lot of people liked it. A lot yeah. of people enjoyed it.
1: Yesterday, I was wearing my points bet t shirt. Today, I'm wearing the points bet, points bet hoodie. So, yes, I have more than one shirt for everyone who is wondering. <laughs> because it might look like I'm wearing the same shirt as yesterday. But I just want to put that out hmm. there to let everyone know
0: that I, I did do my laundry. Uh, Jack R says, Imagine when the Cubs are good. Yeah, that's worth thinking, too. And then there might I be a CHGO, CHGO bar by then. Ooh, Rumors of? Perhaps. Could happen. That'd be nice. That'd be like a
2: three-story CHGO bar by then. Like, right. It's going to be like remodeling. A, you ever
0: been in Nashville, they do the
2: three-story ones where yeah. there's a
0: band on each floor. That's what I'm thinking. I'm not saying they'll yeah. have
2: been like Ooh. their third remodel right. by, the, at, by that
0: point. Uh, you know, speaking before we get to the, because there's plenty of rumors and not rumors and fake rumors. Uh, when they go to make this CHGO bar, I would like a floor dedicated just to like pop a shot, ping pong. Ooh. Ooh, like sort great. of a game floor. That yeah. would
2: be awesome,
1: right? And yeah. I would love. What about those like air? Not the air hockey, but the with the little. Stick. Oh, the
0: bubble hockey. Yeah, the bubble, bubble hockey, hockey would be. Yeah, yeah If oh, there's okay. a must for
2: like one of like, the games, games in a bar, it's
0: not skee ball or whatever, but like papa shot's yeah, always 100%. good. Uh, bubble hockey's a must. Like the Definitely. old school,
2: just always fun. Games. I don't need a pool table. Too much well, geometry involved. Put some foosball in there. Those can get that can get foosball. intense. Little NBA jam. Oh, a arcade style! Oh, a couple arcade games in the corner.
0: Maybe mm. some Galaga rolling.
2: Someone was Galaga? saying uh,
0: old school Pac Man. Get some bags
2: or a batting cage. Someone said a batting oh. cage. On batting the floor. cage. Too many
0: injuries. Mm. Too, many injuries. too many injuries.
1: Too many liabilities. We don't want to. Yeah, That's we're
2: not right. trying to make sluggers too. I like I like the idea of a batting wow. cage in there. Just That's the first that time
0: ma- this, we we wondered what it would take to draw Law Dog yeah. out of his air conditioned <laughs> cube over there, especially air conditioned cube. Oh, it's not even on.
2: Ah, uh, uh, zing. Zing. Uh, okay. All
0: right. So let's. Where do you want to start? I, I was going through just kind of searching the internet. I've talked to some people. Listen, we all know, you know Wilson move. Contreras is gone, right? Yeah. Uh, we all think Ian Happ is gone. The, let's just go with most of the guys that we're pretty sure are getting traded because I haven't heard anything about Patrick Wisdom or Rafael Ortega or. Who else would be a, a maybe guy? Like, I think those are the two that are sort of French. Kyle Hendricks is another one because he's hurt. Like, I don't see how they trade him at this point.
2: The other one is like Strowman, which like it keeps getting Strowman thrown out there. If they trade Strowman,
0: but uh, my goodness, prepare yourselves wow. for a that's, long rebuild.
2: That's what I'm and saying. It's like that's and prepare the one. Prepare that keeps... yourself for an even bigger backlash.
1: That's the one oh, that keeps yeah. getting PR-wise. thrown out.
2: And I just <laughs> like I don't I don't see it. I don't see yeah. it happening. I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't put any stock hey, into it. I don't rule it I, out.
1: Your your friends, Gordon Whitmire, has Strowman and is like top five of his two. Uh, yeah. of his rankings. For, he's number two. He's sticking I right know it one pieces. thing
0: about Gordon Whitmire, and I don't think he would deny this. He's an instigator. He is. He's he's <laughs> a poker. He, he he's likes the hot red poker to get people. I've going. read
1: I've read some stuff, and man, does he trigger me
0: easy.
2: Yeah. So, he he yeah. loves. I'd love, he to, love to get to you to trigger two in a room people.
0: He likes to trigger people, and he likes to trigger the team a little bit.
2: Yeah. I'd love, to like, put, I'd love to put him and Gordon in a room for, like, ten minutes and just see what happens. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he's, a, he's an instigator. Uh, all right, let's go David Robertson. The first thing I had seen is, like, he's – we knew he would draw interest. He's had a really good season, ERA under two. He's done a good job as a closer. He had a couple of, like – a couple games – In the last month, where he thought, "Uh oh, trade value." Cody was doing trade value down a couple times. Oh yeah, he's rebounded nicely. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of different things. I I saw that the Mets are looking for a reliever because they don't have a good left-handed reliever, but that he's he's someone that could at least fill that role in a different way. And so the Mets, Yankees, Rays—all three of those—I've heard linked to. Robertson and I believe the quote from I think this was from uh Jeff Passon that he's among the most popular
2: names on the trade market. Oh is that in like his big um trade like trade Yeah, market, where he's going through all this stuff. Yeah, I don't yeah.
0: remember exactly where I saw it, but I did read somewhere that like Robertson is a name when you talk about relievers, he's at the top of the list for a lot of a lot of teams. He's a proven guy. He's not just someone that's done it once.
2: Yeah, it's someone we've talked about how he's like you know, he, he's a veteran, he knows you know, he's a veteran who, who knows how to play wing baseball. Obviously he's had like this fountain of youth season at 37 that like, I don't think any of us really saw coming, but he's been very good the entire year um, outside of, a you know, outside of that one week, the, the Dodgers and the Milwaukee um, blown saves, but he's been very good all year and he knows how to play, you know, in the bright lights in the biggest stadiums. Mm-hmm. He's played in New York. He's played in Chicago on both sides of the town. Like, this is a guy that, has never shied away from being in the spotlight, like being in, uh, being in the biggest markets and playing in the biggest markets. So um, it's not surprising to see that the Mets or the Yankees would actually, like, in, you know, entertain or, or look into bringing him to New York because he's – at this point, you know, a- everyone's looking for relief pitching. Everyone – any anyone that's going to be a contender, like the thing is you can never have too much pitching in general, but relief pitching for sure. Um, and he's been one of the best uh, the best relievers as far as guys that could theoretically be traded by Tuesday. I think I think it, you could say that it, for the certain. only
1: difference between him and like a Kimbrel of last year is like no one's gonna trade for David Robertson to be a closer, even though the White Sox didn't use him as a closer, right, right. even though they should have. That's just my two cents. <laughs> uh, but um, you know, the Mets and the Yankees are going to use him as a eighth inning, seventh or eighth inning setup guy. That's yeah. already got Edwin yeah. Edwin uh, what's it? I want to say Jackson, but it's not Jackson, Diaz. And then uh, the Yankees they 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 already have someone too and it's not ringing a bell in my head, but um, I just because of that I think the the haul you get back for a guy like David Robertson is going to be more like what they got for a Tapero or a Chafin last year. That's why I feel like that's why he's been mixed in with trades with Contreras or Hap, mm-hmm. and so again, yeah. That if anyone is curious to why that might be, I that's my two cents, I and mean, what, what or at least what I think of why that he's not really like I doubt the Cubs are going to move him alone. You know
2: what I mean? But if they, you know, if they I mean, do, they might you know because they did it he last might. year. Yeah. That's all, true. all three of their top relievers did get. You know, chafing to the A's to pair. Well, those guys are all young, though. To and Camero both went to the south side, but in separate deals. So they did really trade them all separately. So yeah. I
0: kind of like the idea of comboing up some of the guys because at this point in the Cubs rebuild, the farm system has been replenished a little bit. It was really barren. We've heard a lot of names. Guys are doing well. Progress is being made at those lower levels. I would rather have one really good prospect from a team than I would three young guys that you have no idea if they're going to make it. Like I I just would rather have, I'd rather have one really good guy than two average guys at this point. And I know prospects are hit or miss. It was uh, interesting to see in the chat, somebody saying, Hey, how absurd is it that they can, they have enough prospects, the Mets to look at all these deals. Yeah. It was Pat Hunt, Pat saying, Baez, Wilson, Hap, and Robertson—they could be trading for potentially all of those guys, and that's when you realize how bare the Cubs' farm system was. was. Because who would, who would have ever been trade partners with the Cubs on anything? Well, the trade, what, trade wasn't an option if you were trying to add for the Cubs because there was nobody you could ship away that was going to get you major league talent. Like, so in, that's they in need a need way, you can, yeah.
1: in a way, you can look back at the Cole Hamels trade and the Nick Castellanos trade and be like, wow. Theo, goat, like, <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, the, the Cubs farm after 2017, who, who, who was a guy, David Bodie,
0: Bodie and Hap, but Hap took a Hap, while, you know, well, Hap yeah. was 17.
1: Yeah. So, you yeah, know, you're like, right. I'm talking about 18 and on, like in terms of like a, not even like a major, but just even like a, just like a,
0: someone, it really
2: was, it really wasn't, it was just Bodie, like, yeah. and then, you know. So I mean, that was of well. Like we're going to talk about them. some of them too yeah, soon, but yeah, like
0: Alzolay and Marquez Al-Zalai, and some of these okay. guys, yeah. they they you would have hoped that they'd have been at the major league level right yeah, now, right. but injuries have been a big problem, and that's part yeah. right. of is
1: another one with Bodia. You could say I think he made his debut in 18 or 19. So, you got me there.
0: Um, I always forget you. about
1: Alzelay, and I feel bad because he's got, got great you. stuff. But if you know, at this point, you're hoping Alzolay can come back at some point this year, and then you know, get some innings in and feel maybe be healthy going into mm-hmm. next year. I don't know, though.
0: I had not seen uh, – Ken Rosenthal had said that the Rays are also pretty busy looking at Cubs relievers in general. Like, that's, that's another team that um, has done a nice job of developing their own players, so I would yep. feel good about taking you – know, there's some franchises you get their prospects or you look at their prospects and you're like, well, they don't do a great job of – Developing, developing prospects, so I don't know if I really want to dig into that farm system anyways. The Rays are one of those teams um, that have always been able to take homegrown talent, turn it into major leaguers, and then, you know, they can't afford them when they get good, so they just know that they're going to recycle the players. Yeah. Um, Jesse Rogers uh, always kind of has his finger on the pulse saying that Michael Givens to the White Sox makes sense, and I was like, uh eh. I, I guess I could they see need, that they
1: need a reliever, right? And he
0: said that they had act, that Rick Hahn and the Sox had actually kicked the tires on him a year ago, okay. mm-hmm. and so it's sort of a follow back to see where that's at.
2: I, Cubs he relievers kind in of general are an white interesting Sox. Group.
1: Like he, he has, he has White Sox written on I'd, his face. I would, basically. I'd,
2: say, <laughs> I'd say, I could see it. You know, it's another, it's, it's another one of those scenarios where Michael Givens. I mean, he had like a little bit of a rough patch, or I think he was, his his walk rate was up. Um, for a little bit there, but he's kind of settled back in. I don't think I I don't remember the exact number, but he hasn't given up a run an earned run in like uh, going on it's been double like 13 digit or fourteen innings. outings. I think I think I think it's like f- up to like fourteen innings or something like that. I, yeah. It's in double digits of innings. Um, and again, it's just another place where the the White Sox seem like a fit, sure. But again, like every team is looking for relief help. Givens probably won't command. Definitely won't command what like a Craig Kimbrell commanded last year, right? Yeah. Um, but he's gonna get he's gonna he's gonna get he's he's gonna get the Cubs something in return of, of decent value, um, but it's not gonna cost other teams like a top prospect, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion. Um, but I, the White Sox, I mean, I, I haven't read the Jesse Rogers article, so I don't know exactly. Like, but if they if they did. If they are interested in him, I don't see why the Cubs wouldn't like. He was mostly saying that.
0: they're a good fit, and they had kicked the tires on him last year. Yeah, it's logical that they would be looking at him again. Yeah. And, so if uh, that if
2: that's a team that has has interest in Michael Givens in the past and still has interest yeah. in him, then that I could certainly see that being a place where like the Cubs obviously aren't shy about trading with the, the their crosstown rivals. Like they right do like, no. last year. Obviously the Jose Quintana trade. Big, big one five years ago. Um, so I mean, it's definitely like a possibility and something that I could see happening. I also think
0: teams are starting. You know, it's it's changed baseball, and I think teams value these prospects more and more than they ever did, because they, they just like the Ricketts family. The other other cities are like, let's let's find a cheaper way to do this. Maybe the White Sox are thinking, well, their off season kind of proved this. Let's go with a lower level guy and see if that can build a winner just like the braves did last year the braves didn't make super splashy yeah. trade deadline moves they made some smaller ones they made the givens martin type you know like those type of guys jock peterson but you can make, make it work alert. that way they naked guys here
2: yeah always there he is yeah he's there. he is got a always. heater
0: he wears the same <laughs> pair of shorts out there every single
2: day and no shirt. just
1: had to point it out anyway
0: Sorry. anyways um <laughs> should we read i this? think that's a bit of a trend as well yeah no, I'm not necessarily going for the big guy all the time.
1: Right. Well, the White Sox have so much talent, and actual it is actual talent, and they just haven't played up to the level that they're capable capable of. That doesn't mean they have bad players, but so that's why it's kind of hard for, for at least from my view on the outside looking in for, at them. It's like they have, like, where where what can they really do to improve their team? It's like they they have the guys. That they grew that they had homegrown gave extensions to you had you got the, the the starting pitching that you know is it should be better I mean well it actually has been better of late, but I yeah. think it's their offense really that's been the biggest issue with them and why they haven't won games, but they've just been very mediocre all season. I think they're at a point where because of what their record is they're not going to go all in on on someone crazy, well, but Michael Givens makes sense. It's
2: also – like, right. yeah, I mean, I compare it to – and I want to get to Lil' Yomper's super chat here. Lil' Lil you got to make – Lil' yeah. I mean, it is um, a super chat, so I guess we have to. I, I want to, but um, it kind of reminds me of what happened with Givens and the Reds, like getting traded to the Reds last year. The Reds were kind of in a similar spot, like like hovering around 500, but, you know, possibly – like you didn't really know if they were going to be buyers or sells at the deadline, and then they brought in like three relievers uh, during the last week before the deadline – or during the week of the deadline, and one of them was Michael Givens. Um, and so that I could see a scenario where the same thing happens to Givens again this year, going to the White Sox, who have obviously, like you said, kind of underperformed injuries, whatever, have kind of taken their toll, but just haven't played you know, to the World Series caliber. A lot of people thought they could be coming yeah. into the season. Um, and so if this is a, a move that's not going to, that, that is not them going all in, depleting their farm system or any of that, but it's going to bring a good veteran reliever to potentially help kind of you know, helping that turnaround in the second half if that's whether you know if that if that can happen. Um, I yeah, again, I can see that the White Sox making this like a, a more minor move, not a big splash trade at the deadline, um, but still someone that's gonna help them out in the second half as they try to, you know, turn things around and make that playoff push.
0: Yeah. Lil Yumper wants us to jump ahead in the conversation. So you wanna go back to the We'll go back to a couple of these possible ideas cool. for the Cubs, and we'll let Lil Yumper take control of the show with his, <laughs> with his super chat. 490. For five bucks, we're willing to do anything money, in this run today. Yes. Money talks. Speaking of trades, how about those rumors that the Cardinals and the Nationals are exchanging names for Soto? And
2: you I did see those that. this morning.
0: Cody, you woke up to him, and oh. that's when I texted Ryan. And I said, we need to have some sort of wellness check plan for Cody over the next 24 hours like who's going to check in on him make sure everything's okay
1: you- <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> sure. I am just
0: so mentally
1: beat up by that godforsaken franchise in St. Louis. They they have ruined my enjoyment of baseball for way too many years. That fan base deserves a Hunter loss season. If there's any fan base in this, in this country that deserves a Hunter loss season for like a year or two, it's that one. They, but you know why they don't? Because they always have the prospects. They know how to develop players. It's disgusting. I hate that I'm saying that because that's positive stuff for them or it's nice things about them. No, no. That, but the sad thing is, is that they do have the prospects to get a guy
0: like Juan Soto and then be okay after. They they do well. I mean, a lineup that has Goldschmidt, Arenado, and Soto, be a pretty good lineup, right? <laughs> no, the only
1: thing the only thing that gives me any kind
0: of hope, and if if that happens, is
1: will they actually shell out a multi yeah. like a, a double digit year contract to to Juan Soto? History shows that they they won't do that, but they also it's also like we've talked about it ends like it's a he's 23 years old this never happens they have i mean they didn't do it with Albert Pujols but times were different back when when Pujols was in his prime and you know that they don't regret not giving him that contract now yeah. uh after signing that mega deal with the Angels back in the day too so I mean, the thing the thing uh, that scares me the most is that yeah they do have the prospects and 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 they and they could send uh you know what makes me even more disgusted is they could—they'd probably throw in like Harrison Bader and like Tyler O'Neill, and then and and and, and, and the, like the Nationals would be that seen. dumb. The Nationals would be that dumb to take on like those two guys, then like Nolan Gorman and uh, Walker and some other dude a.k.a. washing machine, and... Flaherty, because he's always hurt. Yeah, like, it, it just, it disgusts me. Like, the Nationals, <laughs> they're going to be right there with the Diamondbacks and the Rockies in terms of just really ruining my happiness. If Juan Soto is going to be on the Cardinals for the next decade, and, and, and me be in my 30s, oh, man, I, I might have to retire from watching <laughs> baseball. It's... I, wh- I, I No. It, it disgusts me. It absolutely disgusts um, me.
2: I, I will say, and this might even hurt you even more, Cody. Remember I mentioned it on, I think I said it on Sunday, that because he still has two and a half years left on the contract, mm-hmm. even if they gave up this haul to get him, they could very easily flip him next year or at the, the year after yeah. the trade deadline yeah. and get, you know, recoup some of those the prospects. The,
1: the, I'll say they this. They rent him. The, yeah, the, if there's anything you want me to to say to to flip my thinking on it is, well, they really need pitching right now. And their offense is fine. It's their, it's their pitching. Flaherty can't stay healthy. Miles Michaelis has been good. Adam Wainwright's old. You don't know what you're going to get out of him all the time. He's solid, but, you know, he's not the old Adam Wainwright. And Libratore is, you know, he's a rookie. And, like, where do they see him in this whole thing? He's going through his his stuff. Like they, their pitching really is like it's actually surprising because they're they've always had the pitching. That's why they're always in the division race. That's why they're all they always finish with a winning record every year because they've always had the pitching. But this year, it's flipped. Like their offense is definitely there. It's the pitching that's not there, and so I am hopeful that because of that, they're going to be more more likely to trade to make a trade for pitching than for Juan Soto because. Again, they they also like Arenado could opt out at the end of the year, and like then like I I, I don't know what they do like the, if they, if Arenado opts out and they decide they don't want to pay him and get and then trade for Soto then you know, but again if the Nationals are really really set on trading him before the deadline, maybe the Cardinals are just like well. We'll see what happens. The rest of this year, we're not the best team in the league,
2: but at least we got someone to build around for the next decade. Spin Zone. <laughs> uh, apparently, Mike Rizzo said today that they're not looking to 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 dilute. Was it? This is from by Robert Murray. Oh, Robert uh, Murray. Fansided on Junks at Junks Radio Nationals GM Mike Rizzo said that we're not going to dilute the return of any player by including a bad contract. He later added, "We are in conversation with blah, blah, blah. Uh, so, so they're not Patrick so a Corbin. Patrick Corbin contract is, which means." The, the 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 package in return for Juan Soto will have to be greater because it's not like, right. oh, we don't have to give you these other prospects or two because we're taking on fifty nine million dollars. It really Corbin. will
1: come down to what team is desperate.
2: Yeah. What or, team is desperate? Or
0: just feels like they've got endless prospects, and and frankly, that's what scares me about the Cardinals is, they Every. continue to just develop guys. It's it's the Yankees, it's the Dodgers, it's the Cardinals. Those are three teams that you never worry you never hear somebody say like wow they haven't had a prospect come up in a while yeah they do it all the time every year trade their three top prospects the cardinals i feel like every year and it seems like where did this guy come from how they're they're not even rebuilding right how do they have these guys that are available to be traded away all the time i i had a little when i hate them but that's the sign of a good organization for sure
1: and I'm like that's that's what I that's how I feel like it's like I hate them with every being of my existence. But man, if the Cubs can get a farm system remotely close to how the Cardinals run things, then yeah, we won't be sitting here having a, a rebuild every ten years. Man, you know that,
0: what I mean? that just man, this, it'd be tough to watch him this on took that took up team most for a of long our first time. segment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Cody, let's let's take a quick break and and or just uh, visit the other ones. Let's get to points bet real quick, and we'll go back to those. What well, kind of gambling are you doing? I just said that makes ni- you feel better.
1: Yeah, you know, I just said some nice things about the Cardinals in terms of their farm system. But you know what? I'm taking the Blue Jays minus one and a half tonight. You know why? Because Arenado and Goldschmidt not playing because they're not vaccinated and they're playing in Toronto. I'm not here to tell you if that's right or wrong, but I will say that I think that's hilarious, and that's why I'm going to take the Blue Jays, who have won seven in a row and pounded. The Redbirds last night. Uh, so, yeah, minus 121 on my favorite app, Points Bet, guys. Uh, Luke, you going to ride with me on that?
0: roll uh, well, right now, If you I'm can like, figure out how to log back I, in. You, like, well, I, yeah, back I, I forgot my login since. <laughs> since Sunday. <laughs> since Sunday, I've forgotten the login. But uh, all I know is that I'm, I'm plus for when we true. when I signed up with Points Bet, I'm like six bucks ahead of my there original There you go. You can't, Money. You can't be plus mad six. about that. I've Profits, won 66%. Of my wagers, profits, yeah. profit, points man. bet,
1: yeah. Profit is profit. Profits. Is, How many gurus profit, can profit. say
0: that? Not many. Sixty-six percent. Yeah.
1: Well, anyway, <laughs> if anyone wants to ride with me on that, feel free to tweet at me at Cody C- underscore chgo. But if you if you if you if you're on the brink and you, you haven't even signed up for points bet yet, well, the, right now is a perfect time to do it so you can you know bet against the Cardinals or bet against whoever the hell you hate. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's. It's an awesome feeling to be able to do that. It's also, you know, points bets, best way to support CHGO. So it's another reason why I love doing stuff like that. If you use that code CHGO, when you sign up, you get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. But that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You even get a free shirt of your choice from CHGO Locker, like Ryan's. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, you know, he works out. He's got he's, he's got really – I'm not going to say anything. He he just looks good in the shirt. And, you Thank know, you. if you work out like Ryan, does could look like Ryan? I'm just saying. I'm giving you way too many compliments. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, done yeah. with that. Um, I'll,
2: So – I feel good after that. I all feel right. better. I feel like I can make it through the now rest I of the podcast. Now I need, like, ten
1: more insults to make up <laughs> for all my niceness.
0: Ryan's going to go do ten push-ups before <laughs> this next <laughs>
1: – Anyway, <laughs> so – Again, $2,000 in free bets, a free CHO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHO locker, all for making a $50 or more first-time deposit at PointsBet. If you have any questions, you can email pointsbet at allchgo.com. We'll help you out. You're home for live in-play betting. Just got even better. You see an edge in the game you're watching. Is your favorite team prime for a comeback? If you're a Cardinals fan that you know just loves to hate the Cubs and you're sitting in here and you're telling me that you – know, you, you know, that I'm a moron for saying everything I just said. Well, you know, you can you can live bet the Cardinals tonight when they're getting pounded. And maybe that'll make you feel better. I don't know. Or you could bet them pregame just because they're going to be dogs. They're huge dogs tonight, actually. So I, I, just a scenario. Um, more live betting, more live markets. Faster live cash-outs, follow along with your bets. The moment to hit, stay in the live action all game long. Download the PointsBet app right now and use code CHGO. So what do you wait for? It's time to elevate your live betting game. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. If you're someone you know
0: has a gambling problem, once help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling referral services. Chicago sports fans, your home for the best Chicago sports coverage is now partnering with the leader in sports, merchandise, and collectibles, CHGO, teaming up with Foco. To secure your access to the best collectibles and gear around, whether it's Bears, Cubs, White Sox, Blackhawks, Bulls, FOCO will have something for you, your kid, a friend, or a loved one. Looking for some new gear, collectibles, or accessories? FOCO has officially licensed gear for men, women, and kids, everything from bobbleheads to swimsuits to Crocs. FOCO has you covered and the best Chicago merchandise of your favorite team. Head over to FOCO.com. Click the link below in the YouTube description for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. I am wondering about the swimsuit thing because I'm thinking if we could get Ryan in a Cubs Speedo or like a Cubs (laughs) like singlet or something, that might help Foco out, you know? I had no idea you could buy team swimwear.
2: Why don't you guys hop. all do a day where you all just wear swimsuits on Sunday? Well, at
0: 50, nobody wants to see <laughs> How about How about this? How
2: about that's what we do when we have 40,000 followers on the like CSGO Cubs, like, yeah. uh, uh, the CSGO Cubs account on Twitter? Yeah. Luke has to wear a say, speedo yeah, a and challenge. go outside <laughs> when Naked Man's on the balcony. <laughs> and chat, has, I'd be chat more willing him. to do that he, at 500,000. I'm going to uh, shoot for uh, the stars. 500,000? We get up to there. half a mil. But it's the point where you don't say anything to him, you just walk outside. Just speedo uh, and the, see what he does. By
0: the time we get to 500,000, nobody's going to want to see me in that <laughs> speedo. Uh, well,
2: hello, beautiful.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, Michael in the chat, Michael Cooley says, How do I get a membership? I did all of that and don't know how. Email pointsbet at all if you If you actually deposit 50 bucks, use the code chgo at pointsbet and you still don't have your thing, I, w- I would email that.
2: Yeah. Email, uh, what, was that,
1: what was that again? Pointsbet at allchgo.com. Pointsbet
2: at allchgo.com. Yep. Yes. They
0: should help you out. Uh, RWB has, has one that I have not – I haven't seen this spin zone before, but I kind of like the thinking. He said, what if we spin zone, we trade away Hap, Contreras, Robertson, Martin, Givens, Ortega, Wisdom, Smiley, and when you take all those trades, take the prospects you get, and then try and go trade those guys to get Soto. Uh, now, that I wouldn't be totally against, but you would still have to add other pieces. You'd have to add more My pieces. My guess is they'd still want Nico Horner. Yeah, probably. And they might want Keegan Thompson and all those guys you just got.
1: Yeah. I don't think the Nationals would even consider I, that. No, I don't. I, I
0: don't, but I like the that reason. Yeah. The
1: reason being is everyone, and I've said this a few times on this show, is like, I don't think we should – like save yourself the pain and just don't get yourself up for like a major top one hundred prospect coming into the system. Now if it happens, I will raise my head and call my raise my hand and call myself a moron. But like I am I am prepared for the Cubs to get teenagers for Contreras and then maybe, maybe get someone close to the major leagues for Hap. I I, I don't think like the Mets aren't gonna give away their top catching prospect. Like from the Padres, I'd love to get Abrams or Capusano, I guess. But, like, I'm not banking on it. I'm not, like, I'm not, I'm not sold on that, actually. I just I just don't think the Cubs are going to get, you know, the hauls that we saw back in, you know, 2013, 2014. And that has a lot to do with just the market now and how teams just are not willing to part with their best prospects unless you're going to get a guy like Juan Soto. So, you know, like that that's just that again, if I'm wrong, then I will say, wow, Jed, you really surprised me. Like I think last year is a good example. I mean, no one thought PCA was going to emerge like this this year and and you know, maybe Killian was the only, like the one in those three trades that we were like Man, maybe we could see him next year, but like, it's not like he was a top one hundred prospect when he came over. There was a lot, a, a lot of interest in him from other teams, but like, you know, like, it's not like the Cubs got major names
2: that people knew about. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, that's kind of the thing. Is like, like you said, like teams don't trade top prospects like that anymore. They don't just throw throw them around. But just because they're not an organization or in the top one hundred or in the organization's top three prospects, like there's. Still a lot of good baseball players in it's minor true. league. And and I know Michael is talking about in the in the chat, like not trusting Jed to make good trades, all yeah. you know all that stuff. It's he, his brand he, he he did make good trades. Um and, and at least as far as the returns have been in the last year, PCA, Caleb Killian, Alexander Canario, um, Kevin Al- Alcantara, um you know, like those are all Owen Casey's been off to Owen Owen the Owen Casey too. Huh? How's yeah,
0: the you Darvish tribute yeah yeah well even that's
2: like even that's like not even Mm -hmm. that like that's when they decided to you know blow up the Mm -hmm. team um but that's those are at least in the last year year and a half or so have broad good returns none have made it to the major league roster i guess killian did but um you know he's back down triple a now uh but they all look to have a future and you know obviously fans are excited about them and none of those were like the big name prospects that were being floated out there for some of these big name you know trade chips Mm-hmm. So, can you go out and, and if they trade Wilson Contreras, if they trade Ian Happ, go out and get guys that maybe aren't top prospects and you know number one prospect, number two prospect in a certain team system, but can still be good prospects to get excited about? I think so. Yeah. and I think Jed um, and, and 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 the the scouting department and everyone that kind of went, in, the, everyone that worked on those trades last year, it looks like they did a good job. And so I think if you just kind of look at that, they, you can kind of at least have some faith that hey, let's see what happens again this time around, and then judge it a year later. Judge it, judge it after you get a full kind of slate from what from what they get back in return uh, when some of these guys are traded. I think that's the best way to approach it and best way to look at it.
0: And you know. again, back to the beginning of the podcast, like their two big fish obviously are Ian Happ and Wilson Contreras. Those are their two All Star guys that they are they are willing to trade, contract reasons I guess. With both, um, I personally both guys think- have said that they have not had any extension talks with the yeah. Cubs. That makes me believe that Ian Happ is going in this trade deadline. Um, Jeff Passen saying the Astros have been linked to Wilson Contreras. Um, yep. You know Maldonado is their guy, uh, but he's not a hitter at all. And his pitch framing is marginal, but he's, he's great at throwing guys out. He's great at managing a rotation. But Passan also points out that one of the few knocks on Contreras is teams are worried about whether or not, as a marginal game caller, whether he'll be able to adjust fast enough to rotation. We talked about that a little bit yesterday, about like whether or not he'd be able to come in take control of the best pitchers on a road and, and be a full-time catcher for somebody. Or are you really going to give up a lot for a guy just to have another DH possibility and maybe swap out to have him come in and give you some at-bats in the second half of a game? I, I don't know. I think that market's interesting. Obviously the Mets have been mentioned with him a lot too. Yeah.
2: I, I think, and, and this is, I mean, let me know if you guys agree Wilson has caught all-star caliber pitchers for a majority yes. of his career. It, as, as even as a young catcher, he was catching them, and they all thrived. They all succeeded. Even Kyle Hendricks never made an All-Star team, but he was a uh, number three or number four, whatever it was, uh, in in the Cy Young race back in like sixteen. Like he, he just because he's not the maybe the best game manager or pitch framer or even the best at just managing a pitching rotation as a whole or about uh, pitching staff as a whole. That doesn't mean those all-star pitchers or, or veteran pitchers that know how to work with different catchers throughout mm-hmm. their career can adjust to him. Like, I don't think it, it all is going to come from, from Wilson adjusting to a new pitching staff. I think like if he gets traded, you know, to say to the Mets, Max Scherzer would know, you know, what to do. Like he'll, I think Max Scherzer would still be Max Scherzer regardless of who's behind the plate, right? Max
0: Scherzer's a guy that doesn't need the catcher to tell him what to do. Yeah. Right? Like, really, those guys are younger pitchers that haven't been in the postseason before, and I'm not saying there's not the communication back and forth, but in reality, if you have Max Scherzer on your rotation, he's telling the catcher what he's throwing. Yeah. And that's just the way it is. Now, the comment from Kyle Hendricks during the season just kind of raving on and on about Jan Gomes did make me realize that guys do see a difference between – Jan Gomes calling the game and Wilson Contreras, but he also balances out your lineup even more when you can, when you have a catcher with that's offensively that productive. It also gives you some options that way. So I, I I know that the, the Astros have another option and that is one of their younger prospects. One of their top prospects is a catcher. I would love to see the Cubs go to the Astros and say, all right, here's Wilson and we'll throw in whoever givens robertson i don't care who else you're putting in the package i like the idea of that top prospect that's a catcher that's not quite there so now you would have a maya and this guy looking at being pieces of your future for catching like is he available i don't know but i'm sure that's the type of stuff jed's looking for like okay astros you really want him then give us the guy that's not quite ready for the majors but is pretty close yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that's yeah, yeah, what yeah. Cody's been dreaming of. <laughs> guys that are on the fringe of the majors, but maybe not quite ready to dip into the postseason this year.
1: It's the only way that I'm going to be happy
0: about moving Contreras and Hap is
1: if you get guys who are ready to go next year. That, and saying happy is putting it lightly. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to be happy either way, but, like, I can at least get up for the 2023 Cubs if they get some guys who can play next year. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So – We'll see. I It's uh, you know, it's it's always funny about how trade season works. Everyone starts nitpicking at all of the flaws of all these different players and stuff, and it's like for the last 6 years, Wilson Contreras has been a great catcher offensively and he's been good enough defensively and he's improved defensively. From from the moment he came up, he's been he's been an improved defensive catcher. And you know, he always had the arm. The framing has improved. It's still not great, but it has improved. Like all these teams, all these all all the stuff that you're reading. Like to me, it's just so interesting because it's like at the end of the day, these people are going to make these trades because they're desperate enough because they need that that bat one more, like one more bat, or they need you know if they the catcher they have is hitting 170 and has a wrc plus a 50 then yeah they could they they could they could probably suffer a little bit on the defensive side for the catcher if they get that bad in there to to go with the rest of their offense like to me it's like it's all these nitpicking things yeah. like it's well, so dumb <laughs> and don't
0: forget cody this is a game of chess for sure and because the rumors are out there and you see jeff and say somebody's telling jeff passin well they're worried about I guarantee you it's not Jed Hoyer saying they're worried about oh, that. for sure. It's a team that's interested in Wilson Contreras, trying to knock down the value publicly so other yeah. teams are like, yeah, you're right, we don't want Wilson Contreras. Yeah, yeah. He's not a great game manager. Like, the releasing of stuff to the media is very calculated by the general managers. It doesn't get out on accident. No, for yeah.
1: sure. And, and I understand that. I just, again, it'll come down to whatever team's desperate enough to – to want to add that one more piece. Yeah. And Wilson Contreras this year is that one more piece. Him and Ian Happ are
2: the one more piece for whatever team, you know, that needs that bat. But Yeah, and that goes into what we're all saying. It's like what you said, The, the, the they're trying to, like, you know, decrease the yeah. value of what, what other teams see in Wilson. But regardless, they're still going to make that trade, and they're going to make that trade, and Wilson's going to go in. It's not going to be a seamless transition because a lot of that never really is. But those guys, they go to, if he goes to Houston – those guys are all just in the postseason last year. Like, they'll figure it out. Like, they'll figure right. it out it's not gonna be like Wilson's gonna come in and 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 the the pitching staff's just gonna you know, implode. Like, they'll figure it out. Those guys are all veteran pitchers, most of them that know how that know how to pitch in big games. Like, you know, like it's I, I don't I don't see any reason why Wilson, you know, maybe not being the guest, best game manager, that that's probably I don't see that stopping a team from that wants. Uh, An upgrade, especially an upgrade with a bat at catcher. Just another bat. Forget that he's a catcher. He's another bat that you can put in there.
0: Exactly. Ian Happ, uh, Dennis Lynn of the Athletics, saying Padres have inquired about Contreras and Happ. And again, that's what I'm talking about. I know you might trade both of these guys and you might be able to get four prospects. Let's say it's two for each. I'd rather have the Padres higher end prospect than four guys that, because you've already done one sell-off. Like, I, I'm shooting for the stars with these guys. Like, I'd, I'd rather trade, like, not what he was, what uh, was suggested by RWB, but like, yeah, I'd rather trade three or four of them to one team and be like, hey, you need upgrades? Here's some upgrades for you. Now give us your, one of your top two prospects. And that's what teams don't, really don't want to do. Um, let's get to, um, and, and by the way, I do want to say, Jack R's pointing out, what I was saying about like how reporters can be used that also, I'm not saying Jeff Passon's not a good reporter. Jeff Passan is also filtering out some stuff that he's hearing, knowing that some of it's like chess pieces moving back and forth. Like he's, he's aware that that's what's going on as well. Um, All right, let's do prospect watch enough about the guys. Mm -hmm. We, We know guys are on their way out. What about guys that could be on their way up? whether it's this season or next season. And, you know, one of the bright spots, um, Ryan, was like hearing that Brendan Davis, they're pretty sure he's playing again this season, which yeah. is something we were worried he was going to lose the whole year, which would have really set them back.
2: Yeah, we, we talked to um, Jared Banner, uh, I believe his title, let me see, just make sure I get it right, uh, Vice, President of Play, Vice President of Player Development, Jared Banner. Uh, we talked to him on Monday. Um, You know, I asked about Brendan Davis, and he said that, you know, as the quote shows right here, uh, he's down in Arizona as we speak, just building up. We're hopeful we'll have him in games within the next two to three weeks. So, you know, we had that back surgery, um, which from the reports was like the best-case scenario kind of thing, like mm-hmm. nothing structural is what I remember. Um, and so, you know, we've gotten reports that he's kind of already starting to ramp things up, he's starting to run, all this stuff, and we're like, oh, like okay, like this is this seems, this seems like a, like he's on a good timeline, and then now we get oh two to three weeks, he could be playing games not Triple A, right? Mind you, uh, he made sure to kind of mention that uh, down in the the complex league in Arizona, um, that he, if he's getting a game action two to three weeks from Monday, that's mid mid August. If he could be back in Triple A for like the last couple of weeks of the season, like that's, I don't, I don't I don't know if anyone was really expecting that when the news first. Kind of what if we went down to
0: AAA and did well at the end of the season? Bring him up for a week at the end <laughs> of the season. I, I totally ruled out the idea to make it back to the majors, but I don't know if he, if he went, if he did make it back to AAA, wasn't having pain, all of a sudden was having the results he wasn't having at at Iowa because of the the back pain. Yeah, I think maybe
1: the. Yeah, that would all be great. I I I'd be looking forward to seeing what he if they see if they put him in the Arizona Fall League. Yeah, just to, way you more know, likely. Just to get those, just to get those at bats, and then, you know, I again they trade Contreras and Hap. There's going to be a lot of all right. How much you spend in the off season? How much like how much are you relying on some of these young guys to come up and be really part of you know the success of next year's team? Well, Brennan Davis. I mean. I don't think a lot of people would be on board to see him, you know, start in AAA again next year. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why I think the Arizona Fall League would be that's, very, very
2: important. And that's something that, you know, uh, Jared Banner didn't rule out. Like, he, had, you know, he's obviously, Brennan Davis isn't even back in game action yet, so they have to obviously right, yeah, watch right. how he progresses in that sense. Um, but just with missing this much time with the injury, um, you know, Jared Banner said, you know, kind of just maybe, like, pretty much maybe as far as, like, can he go play to the Arizona Fall League? Not not ruling it out. Not saying it's going to happen. Just like let him kind of get back to it. I can see him going to the Arizona Fall League just so he gets some of the game action that he missed. Um, but again, that remains to be seen. But it, that's even that is good news too. Like hey, like Brennan Davis will be healthy enough to not only what appears to be look like what appears that he come he can come back at some point in this season, but just to be able to go in and possibly play in the in the in the Arizona Fall League as well. Like, that's all good news on the, on the Brennan Davis front because that finding out he had back surgery was he kind was of like, terrible. Yeah, I mean, whenever the news Whoa. dropped, we were like, oh, he ain't doing anything the rest of the year. Yeah, right. So
0: it's, it's looking positive. That's, yeah. that's the good news. The bad news is Braylon Marquez had shoulder surgery.
2: Braylon Marquez.
1: I definitely reacted appropriately in Slack last night um, or the night before. Monday night. Like, I'm – this is nothing against him. Like this sucks for him, but like, how much longer can you just wait on a guy? I mean, what did what did he do to have to have this so, shoulder surgery? Well, you surgery just can't and,
0: count on him anymore. You can't well, count su- on him being part of for your sure. future. But
1: my thing is, is like, and and this is mainly on the Cubs is like the updates that they have given a given us on Braylon Marquette. Yeah. So just don't make any sense. Like he They're comes weird. into he comes into camp late. Apparently, has COVID for the second time. And then you hear nothing, and he's not hes not even a double-A. He's not pitching. Same thing happened last year. Like, everything has just been like, oh, he had COVID. And it's like, okay, if he's really had COVID and it's been this bad for him, then, No, like, that's not what it was. Like, like exactly. He, that's not what it
2: was. He was because building up. He had the, I mean, he came to, to spring training late because of the COVID, but he had – you know, he had COVID last year. Then he had all the shoulder issues. Then, you know, came, came back again this year, and then I guess those, those shoulder issues just kind of kept um, – Just never, I I don't know if it was the exact same stuff that was bothering him last year, but like he had him again this year and that stuff just never went away. So, but just like the the official thing is he had a a surgical debridement of his left shoulder on June 17th. So he's going to miss the rest of the season um, from kind of what I've. Taken from what that term means again. I'm not a doctor. I'm not. But I say last it's a time? it's scraping not, up, cleaning. Not, yeah. It's a cleaning up, scraping away. Yeah, I'm not. I'm I'm not. A, I'm not a, what it's, I say last time. I'm not a shoulderologist. I don't believe a debridement is
0: like <laughs> tying pieces or new ligaments or anything together. It's it's a cleaning. Yeah,
2: up. Yeah, that's what I've kind of taken from that. It's like more of a cleaning up, uh, which maybe that's a better scenario than obviously what it could have been. I guess I, I, again, I don't know. Um, but they're expecting him to make a full recovery. Um, Jared Banner didn't want to get into too many too many of the medical details, but um, uh, so he's going to have the surgery. He had the surgery. Uh, he's going to be out for the season. Um, yeah, and, and, and I believe he said that they kind of um, – let me find Gotta this so him, I don't mess this get up. Get
0: him on AG1 and Owen and see if that
2: helps. Yeah, so it was something that – this is a quote from Jared Banner. Uh, it was something that has kind of been lingering for a while with both the throwing program and off the mound. So ultimately, it was something we had to do. That's that, and that's pretty much all I have to say. All I have on on Braylon. That's, mm. um, yeah. So that it, so, so give us
0: something positive, Ryan, on someone else. Like, okay, we we started high with Brendan Davis coming back. We got Marquez not looking as good. So we're hitting the roller coaster. Yeah, let's go back. Let's take the upswing um, again. Give us positive prospect. How about update. um?
2: We'll go with Miguel Amaya. Miguel Amaya. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna need a catcher. I believe he returned. Was it last week? That he yeah. started. Yeah, he's not catching. Um, this is the quote from from um, Jared Banner. It's great for us. He is a real major prospect for us at an important position. Quality catching is hard to find throughout the game. So anytime you have a, a catching prospect, uh, it's always great. Um, yeah. So he. Oh, he well, He returned to game action at the Arizona Complex League on July 1st. Um, he had Tommy John surgery last year, and then he was uh, he returned to Double A tennessee this past week or last week um and he's he's been playing down there he's not catching again uh he's just dehing right now but i think that's the fact that he can even get out there and and swing um is is a good sign for them for the cubs um this is again from jared banner um he obviously hasn't gotten behind the plate in a while and he won't be behind the plate for a little while longer but at least to get him back swinging the bat you don't want to miss too much time with a young player, sort of get him back out there. He hit the ground running this weekend. We're excited to see that. Um, another guy that's that uh, a banner didn't rule out a, a possible go out to, to the Arizona Fall League and, and play there. Um, but I, again, that's a guy that had, you know, the Tommy John surgery derailed some things. Um, but he was a guy that was very highly thought of in the Cubs system uh, a few years ago. And if, again, if Wilson Contreras gets traded, you don't have a whole. Uh, you look at the catching pipeline, I guess you so to say, uh, supposed to speak. Miguel Amaya is still probably at the top of that. Um, so to get get him back, just in game action in general, yeah. uh, is good, and then to possibly have him maybe go back to catching it by, by next year, right. that's that's going to be an even bigger positive. So um, yeah, that's that's a good. Well, like when he went to point.
0: Myrtle Beach, that was sort of the start of people saying. Contreras might not be here because they've got the next guy in line. And it it hasn't been quite as smooth as I think a lot of people thought. Maybe the Cubs feel good about this. That quote bothers me a little bit in that they're saying, hey, it's an important position. you got to have a guy here. And it's like, you have a guy there. Yeah, (laughs) You can still bring him along, but you have a guy there, and you're going to trade him in the next six days.
1: Yeah, I don't. Lie. I Big understand. G it. has it right. Quality <laughs> catching is hard to find. So it is franchise hard to find. about to You're trade one in of the all-star best catcher. LOL. Yeah.
0: And he's not the guy doing it. I understand. He's right, about developing right, the next right. guys. But right. glad somebody there I, realizes I, I'll how I'll important catcher Amaya, is. All I'll say about Maya.
1: All I'll say about Maya is that it's good to see that he's playing, and he's actually like he's even further along than Brennan Davis in terms of just actually playing in games. It's good to see. He's another guy. Send him the Arizona Fall League if he can start. If if by then he can start making like actually being a catcher by then, then okay, like fine, like I will have more optimism about him going into spring training next year. But again, I think I think it's okay to separate him from Wilson Contreras, even though I do like what the Cubs have done in terms of finding catching prospects. I mean, they got another guy, Moises Ballesteros, down in. And uh, Myrtle Beach or South Bend, I think it's Myrtle Beach. But I mean, he's in Myrtle Beach, so he's going to be a while. You know what I mean? So like, that's why I still I still keep Contreras, you know, not really involved with it. Like, if if Amaya was ready, like like for next year, then I totally get trading Wilson Contreras. As much as I love the guy, and as much as I, you know, he's become a leader, but I just you just you just don't know. And also, like, catching prospects not like you know it's going to work out. Yeah.
2: You know, it is what it is. Yeah, and so. well, and, and here's another positive for you, Cody. Just, just keep small sam- it in. Small sample size down at Tennessee heading into today. Um, Amaya, three fifty seven average, 11-14 OPS. Mm-hmm. Uh, already two or, uh, no, a home run and four RBIs. Call them up. Um, <laughs> and just uh, 15 plate appearances. So as small a sample size See as in they August. come. But – He's, he's mashing the ball. He, he's mashing I'm, the ball out the I'm, gate. That's I'm, for sure. I'm
1: glad he can still hit baseballs. Now, <laughs> can you squat down and catch some baseballs and like, you know, call a game? Like that's what you're. That's what they. That's why want you're training the other
0: guy allegedly? Right, allegedly. Cody, go out and get that Amaya jersey. No, I say go get the Matt Mervis jersey. Huh? My Keep guy, so uh, nervous, huh? I was Mash I was, Mervis. Uh, I, was uh, I was texting my told? guy
1: Mike Dubs. He's not in the chat today, but I was ch- I was texting him last night. He was at the Iowa Cubs game. Says, uh, dude looks huge. First off, but he also said the defense at first doesn't look great. DH. So yes, I was <laughs> like, I jokingly, I jokingly said this to him. I was like, ah, okay, DH re-sign Rizzo. All right, and uh, and then I said I was broken after I said that, but. Um, so here's
2: here's the quote on Matt Mervis real anyway, quick. Um, well, he's always had a really good swing and a ton of bat speed and power, but just getting him locked in in the right locked in in the right part of the zone that's a process that takes time. I think last year was a part of that process. Something has just clicked for him this year, and he started hitting and hasn't stopped. Sometimes that's all it takes. Again, from Jared Banner uh, on Matt Mervis. Um, Mervis was a, was a 2020 undrafted, but he, you know, it was a five-round draft, so it, like it wasn't –
0: He would have been drafted. He would have, would been, have drafted been drafted
2: by someone. He probably would have been drafted by the Cubs in one of those next couple rounds. Um, I know Dan Kanchvitz talked to us um, during the draft last week um, and kind of said that he was on the radar, but just kind of the limited draft picks they had. Um, they wanted him and then obviously brought him into the system. And he shot up this year, went from South Bend to Tennessee, now to Iowa – Um, Not, I mean, again, another small sample size. Not hitting as well in Iowa so far as he did in Tennessee and South Bend. But he obviously crushed baseballs down there. Um, And And he he, went to
0: Duke. He's smart.
2: There you go. Um, He's a learner. I'm not saying anything nice about Duke. He's a learner. I know I already see in the chat people wanting Matt Mervis to to hit the big leagues at some point in the next, after the trade deadline, second half, whatever. Um, I don't know that for sure, but. I mean, Frank Schwindel, Alfonso Rivas haven't locked down a position at yeah. all. Uh, perhaps you do see Matt Mervis come up and, and see what he see what he's made of. Obviously, has to have some more experience in Triple A, put up a little bit better numbers. But uh, maybe that is a guy that the Cubs bring up at some point in, in September and just see what he's got.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you're putting up the numbers he's putting up, in and 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 hey, we're doing AAA. a podcast, Joey. I'm we're doing a show over here. You're Joey, not- We're doing a show, brother. Yeah. We're not going to show you. Yeah, no, nobody nobody wants sh- we're to not show showing Joey, Joey today. Yeah. Don't anyway. show me, but don't don't forget uh, who got
0: the do right donuts on Sunday. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, L- Mervis didn't Luke pay for him? Uh, uh, no, I suggested we get him. I think actually Jake ended up helping uh, pay. Okay. Well, our guys. There was there was double payment there. Anyway. Our guys, uh, Mervis. Yeah, He's a team up, He's
1: putting up insane numbers this year. Uh, he's very intriguing and. I think, you know, the fact that they got him on draft, I know it was a five-run draft, but the fact that they got him the way they did, you know, shows what the scouting and player development has improved to. So, to anyone, you know, I, I'm, all, I'm all for your negativity, Michael Collada. I get it. Like, <laughs> we should have paid some guys. But when, you, when you're when you in the chat and you're it. saying that, like, you don't tr- trust Jed in this front office in terms of finding guys to, to develop and, and build the next team – I mean, I I have to wholeheartedly disagree with you there because all signs point that at least there's a, there's a chance. Will they all pan out? No, but there's this guy looks like the real deal, and they got him undrafted, and he has the best mi- numbers in the minor leagues this year, uh, as far as RBIs and home runs. There's there's like the fact that they that they got him the way they did. It's it's actually kind of impressive. So um, I think there's the the farm is. The one thing you can lean back on this organization and be like, all right, well,
2: get him here already. <laughs> yeah, so, um, another quote another quote from Banner on Mervis um, kind of asked just kind of how how has he been this consistent at pretty much every, every level he's been in? Um, and he said, the thing that stands out is he doesn't strike out. Most guys that hit for that much power strike out a bit more. So the combination of contact and power is pretty enticing. Um, you do like to hear that about a player that hits for power, because we've, Simil- yeah. we've seen yeah. a lot of power hitters that also strike out uh, as much as any other player in the in the league. So. Right. Similar
0: scouting see. report to one Ryan Herrera on the softball field. That's as,
2: yeah, almost the same thing I've heard from other teams. You should have seen this one hit that I had. You He was there. and I cranked that one. You did. And even the other coach, the other coach, told me that he's like, "Yeah, you just hit it to our best player." I'm like. <laughs> Of course I did, but it was it was I felt good about it. They had the
0: shift on, that's why Cody hates the shift. Uh, Do you have a do you have a points bet pick of the week we could go with, like something Uh, we could focus on, even if it's a futures bet, like something you wanna throw out there.
1: Well, on uh, CHGO bets daily uh, today at twelve thirty, we talked about the uh, futures of for Chicago Bears running back uh, David Montgomery and. Quarterback Justin Fields, Uh, and I really, really love the over for Justin Fields rushing yards. It's like 545, I think, off the top of my head. Oh, yeah, that seems low. Yeah, and he had like 400-some last year, and he didn't play every single game. so Still the offensive line. It's at minus 110 or minus 115 on points bet. I think that that is an absolute lock that you should definitely be placing because – if there's anything the Chicago Bears have ever been good at, it's running the ball. And I think that this offense with Justin Fields, they're going to try and get him out
0: running a little bit since he's young and shit. I'd, I'd love to see somebody take Cubs' money line all the way to the to the trade deadline, the <laughs> Cubs just winning out, doing
2: the opposite well, of last time where they that would be, just looks the ridiculous. Giants,
1: the Giants have dropped six straight. Yeah, they have to play the,
2: the uh, Diamondbacks. We saw tomorrow? that last time when the Cubs were on the losing streak and the other team, yeah. and the Braves, came in. Someone had uh, things had to change at some point. Yeah. Um, I'm can just we go? Saying, we, they, had, they we had one last. You got one. one more quote for us? Yeah, it was one all more. All right, all right. Hit us uh, with a quote on everyone's favorite prospect at this point, I guess. Um, Pete Crow Armstrong. Um, at, uh, Jared Banner asked, you know, the way Pete Armstrong's kind of shot up over the last, honestly, this whole season, um, just, is there even a possibility, remote possibility that he could be up in 2023? Mm-hmm. Jared Banner says, we don't put limits on any of our guys. We're not going to rush things either. Ultimately, his performance his performance is going to tell us what he's ready for. So far, he's done a great job, and we've been somewhat aggressive with him, meaning you know, aggressive at putting him at different levels. Um, so we'll see how it goes.
0: So you're saying there's a chance, exactly. A chance. That's the
2: quote. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to stamp my my approval that he's going to be up in 2023. But if he, you know, he's again shot up. He's already at a, high, a high A. He got high put a. up the high A like a month or two ago. At this yeah. point, right. um, he shot up. If he kind of keeps playing at this level, there's a chance. I mean, and, and he kind of his time got derailed a little bit with that uh, some of his hand, right? Yeah. I forgot exactly what it was. Um, he just lost a little bit of time there, but keeps kind of playing at his level. He this got hit year. on the finger,
0: didn't he, or something like that? I think he got Someone. hit. By a, I don't remember exactly
2: yeah, yeah. what it was, but I um, so. again, Listen,
0: man. Put that guy in the Arizona hey. Fall League. If
1: Is that, is that possible? They, you can put anyone in the Arizona Fall I, League, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I
2: don't know how. I don't know. Honestly, the, I don't know how it tech, works, anyway, you
1: put that guy in the Arizona <laughs> Fall League this this fall. I would say and, it is because
2: Nelson Velasquez is there right year. Right, that's year. true.
1: And then put him in double A to start the year next year. And if he continues to do what he's been doing, then I, thinking that way, will allow me to talk myself into thinking we might see him next Man, year. I've, maybe we should but, go to the
0: Arizona Fall League. Be some nice weather, Jake. Watch a couple games. <laughs> Where are you at, Jake? <laughs> Arizona Fall Watch a couple League. games, <laughs> do a few podcasts.
2: Hey, go out to the Arizona Fall League and then just kind of stick around there until spring training starts. You'll, guys, not even too. come back for Chicago. What's, What's that, sir? What's up? we will need a producer, too. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's right. True, we do, yeah. and we
0: don't want Joey anymore. So we'll, well, Arizona, so we'll just, dead we'll dead just pick I'm up free. someone from PHX. I have
2: nothing to do. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Joey's
0: out after that incident breaking up a perfectly good podcast and yeah, yelling. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know
2: what he was yelling about, but right. anyway, Whatever. all right. Yeah, so no, those are exciting. some positives.
0: I do have one last question uh, before we wrap the podcast. How are you biding your time over the next six days before your heart is broken? Cody, like, well, how can we distract you? And the obvious answer, if somebody asked me that, the obvious answer is donuts <laughs> yeah. or cupcakes or do ice cream, do right?
1: Donuts. Uh, yeah. Like
0: how do you distract yourself the yeah, next couple are you of you watching something on television Are you watching Mm. a movie?
1: Uh well, okay, so this weekend the way I'll be distracting myself is uh my good friend Kate. Shout out to her. I don't know if she watches a show, but it's her birthday uh on Saturday. So she's having people over to her apartment in Lincoln Park. Gonna hang out, probably go out. Um, so you know, barring if there's any breaking yeah, I'm news, say you do that, I will be. I will <laughs> be. I will be. I'm not going to be all lathered up, but I will be enjoying the company of my friends on Saturday. That'll get me through Saturday, Sunday. Uh, it's we're gonna have to get some donuts. Um, sure, but the rest of the week, I mean, it's hard, man. I, I I've honestly this morning I turned on MLB Network. Last
0: night when I got home,
1: you did we that turn to yourself, on huh? network. Like, I turn it on. Like I'm just
0: yep. Nick Cheese says, get yourself a big old Italian beef. Ooh, that's a good. Ooh. There you go. I might Ooh, make a few portillos trips. Good. I could use a portillo. Cheese fries. Mm-hmm. Got to go. Cheese yeah. fries. Oh, so fries. A, so a cake shake. Maybe I mean, the best thing. I'm not about, big on that. My no? favorite thing Too much about for portillos me, is they like give it. you
1: the cheese in the cup. Yeah. that's my yeah. favorite thing yeah. about. Portillo's. Yeah. I don't want it on top. I don't want on top of fries. They're just
0: a soggy pile of cheese and muck. Yeah, yeah. I want to dip it.
2: I want to do the dip. Yeah, the dipping
0: it hits different. I'm not the cake shake guy. I am a chocolate cake. I do like that cake though. though. I used to get chocolate yeah. cakes
2: every year for my birthday. It was it was just like the it's one a thing. Great I, like, I don't care cake. where we go, but you know I need what a chocolate you do? Get yourself a little Culvers on the side of that
0: chocolate. Cake. Oh man, yeah, are Oh, oh you're, you're, you're. she had a she had a left, she had
1: a leftover. Uh, what do they call them? Concrete mixer mixers. Concrete she had mixer. one. Of, she had one of those leftover that had been sitting in our freezer for two days last night. She pulled it out finally after go. she got home from work. And I just looked at her like, it's time. Like, you know it's time. You know that I'm getting some of this. Like, I have let this sit in the freezer this long. Like, you know um, me.
0: You were you were like a Labrador <laughs> sitting on the floor with your tongue out. Like, you going to have all that? You well, going to finish wanted, that? You going to finish that spike? Huh? You going to have it all? Eat,
1: she wanted to eat it in bed, so we went to lay the down.
0: Just, like,
2: and her. I'm Thanks. just like sitting
1: there laying laying down. I'm like... How you doing?
2: Like, like, <laughs> let me get like, some of this. Is, is that too cold? <laughs> uh, I'll keep mine short, sweet. I uh, may yeah, maybe apartment hunting this. The, oh. Over the, over the weekend. oh. Did you reach out to the realtor that I gave no, you? No, I actually need to do that to you. Or, mm-hmm. I, I, I need to talk to you about that. Okay. So we can, we can figure that out. Yeah. Um, I know people. I have found, I have found a couple of places that. I'm not going to say where. I don't, want, I don't want the public to know where my right. domain is. Well, we saw a mattress bedroom. at the
0: back of the stairs over here, so <laughs> I don't know if that's yours
2: or... Uh, um, yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, so... That'll be a little distraction. And then yeah. you're going
0: to be in St. Louis the day of the deadline, All right? I will
2: right? be in St. Louis on August 2nd. And we're planning a,
0: dra- or a trade deadline Show. special podcast that day. In yeah. fact, if anything happens... We'll ninety nine point nine 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 percent chance we're gonna be ready to go. Like right. if Contreras gets traded, we're gonna try and do a podcast as soon as possible. If he yeah, get
1: it up gets and go on Saturday, open up the chat. We will, we will be doing a show somehow, some way.
2: Yeah, and we, that's the thing is like Sunday, Even though whatever. I'll be doing that, Cody will be doing his thing. As soon as, as soon as something breaks, we got an emergency podcast might have to might have to happen. Like that's. I have to be ready for that. You, you guys you might, might going to have to
0: cut down on the uh, barley
2: pops then. Yeah, it might be 11:30 p.m. You have to limit Cody's the barley like pops. You need to be lucid if you're doing all the show. Oh
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. No, again, I'm just going I'm going to be distracting myself from all of this on Saturday by enjoying the company of my friends and not being insanely intoxicated. Okay. That's right. Cool. Yeah. Good for you. I'm a I, I am a, a man of the people. How many times do I have to say it? Man of the people here. Right, Like, if it's trade season. Some things are bigger than my enjoyment of alcoholic beverages. That's fair. That's
0: fair. And that would be points bet.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that too.
0: Thanks for dropping in to check out the CHGO Cubs podcast. Again, we will be here for pre and post game on Thursday. And then if anything breaks over the weekend, we will have breaking in with podcasts. Uh, Corey and Brennan will do always their series ending podcast. Corey's going to join us for – Tomorrow night's remote one because it's, it's a late nighter. I think our pregame like nighter. 8 o'clock. Yep. And then we have postgame. Um, but we'll have the chat up. And, if, you know, some of these trades or rumors start to kick up. I'm sure that will take over a lot of pre and post over actually just a baseball game. Yeah. We'll so, see. Until then. Oh, Do your one best more thing to stay sane. One more thing. Oh yeah.
1: Uh I gained like eleven followers on TikTok today because of a yeah. video I posted. I am twenty followers from three hundred. Go follow me, what Cody underscore CHGO. Cody
0: gained eleven followers. I gained eleven pounds. Thanks for checking <laughs> out the CHGO Cubs podcast. Have a great night and fly the W.